It no longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire, and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, race Yay! You're Just now, I've got it. How about that? Awesome! Hey, Opal! <laughs> hey, Lucas! Yeah, we have a lot of new uh, of new visitors. The uh, so we might want to, you want you might want to like go with some basic questions as well, just just so you know. We've been working really hard at, 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 at spreading the word. Hey everybody, welcome to Esoteric Hours. We're gonna I'm gonna kill some time while Bradley fi figures this out. The technical difficulties that are that are delaying the show oh, are right, entirely right. No, my let fault. Oh, okay, never mind. Hi there, everybody. My name is Bradley Powers, and I'd like to welcome you to Bradley Powers Esoteric Hours with my legendary co-host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys might Hi have there. noticed the Aurora's are getting more aggressive lately. Hi there, everybody. Uh, there's only a few of us, a few of you here at the moment. Uh, a shout out to Donnie Lee Randall, Draconis Black Flame. Jason Stayberg, Opal Moon, Lucas K. Mix. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, my question, I have a question for Cassidy yeah. uh, to start the show off with. And my question is, who has done more for this, for this world, God or man? That's a pretty big question. Um, so while I emotionally get ready to answer that, first I want to do some shout outs. Donnie Lee Randall, that's the first comment of the day. He says, hello and blessings. And Drac was right behind him. So we're going to call it a tie with evening. So uh, Lucas Kate, Lucas Kate, it's good to see you on the show, buddy. Uh, we met Lucas on YouTube and it's really good to see people from YouTube coming in live to participate. Thank you for being here, Lucas. Opal Moon, it's always good to see you. Hey, so. Who has done more for this world, God or man? That's a really complex question. And uh, the first thing I want to say, for the, especially for those of you who are, you know, are Judeo-Christian or Abrahamic friends, um, keep in mind in your mythology, your your Bible, what, what, and keep on because it's mythology does not mean it's not real. We'll we'll go into that in a minute. But the according to your mythology, your God is the Alpha and the Omega. Yes. Okay. So. That means that he is everything and he is also nothing. And this is this this registers as true across pretty much all spiritualities, including Native American spirituality. Um, Native American spirituality, for example, you know, points out that this world is a combination effort of the Great Spirit Council, you know, who they just say the Great Spirit. You all heard the Great Spirit. Well, the Great Spirit is actually a council, okay? It's many, many great spirits overseen by the greatest spirit which is usually just referred to as the father or grandfather or, you know, something like that. Um, I don't know any of the proper words because I don't speak any Native American languages, unfortunately. However, if people would like to, to like name the, their over God in the, uh, in the comments, I would be happy to read them out. So in a way, you know, many of these spiritualities and religions are connected. Now, what I can talk about is, is Egyptian spirituality and Egyptian religion. There is a very, very startling similarity, and don't worry, I'm getting to the to the rest of, to the rest of the question. It just takes some it takes some build up. <clears throat> the
there's a startling similarity between Egypt, Egyptian religion and Abrahamic religion in that the according to the Egyptians, all of the universe, including the other gods, was created by one over God. Then that was that the title, the mantle of king was handed off to one of those gods and the creator, you know, pissed off that creator in the Egyptian language is Ptah. Okay, and a lot of people who who know their Egyptology will say, "Hey, no, Ptah is the god of of this, this, and that." Right, but you got to go back before the Egyptian pantheon was born. There's there's a creation story. The same thing with Nordic mythology. Okay, we all know that Odin's the Allfather, but many people don't realize that in the old stories and in, in, in what the old scolds would say was that Odin built the universe from the bones and body of his father. Right, his father and the father of the of the frost giants were both brought into being by the same over god, which after creating them wandered away. All right, so the alpha and the omega concept is existent in almost every religion. I, I honestly have never encountered one without the alpha and the omega concept, although there's probably one out there. Okay, hey David, hey Kristen, Kristen Harding, by the way, uh, the are the, uh, the the one of the newest. Uh, one of the newest addition to Bleeding Violin Studios. She's a fantastic musician. So check out uh, the YouTube channel in the future. We'll be we'll be doing videos for her songs. She's really good. You can really hear the light in her voice. So <clears throat> it is said that, that being said, right, it is said in all of these religions and spiritualities that the divine force created mankind in its at least intellectual image, right? Now, in between God and man, in all of these religions, are numerous orders of helper spirits. In Christianity, we call them angels. You know, in uh, in uh, Grecian mythology, we call them puchia, which, by the way, the puchia are where Christians get the image of the winged cherub. You see what I mean? So, in all of these, what all of these have in common is that it is the helpers that actually created the universe. Even in even in Norse mythology, the next thing that Odin did after creating the framework of reality was create some helpers, you know, his sons, his, his wife, you know, things like that, which brings us to humans. Now it could be easily said that humans were handed over the world from the gods, you know, I mean, in Christian mythology, you know, God says, go forth and make the rest of earth as Eden, right? In Native American mythology, you know, it's human's job to go forth and slay the monsters so that, you know, the, the age of the happy age can come along. There, the, there are these similarities, you know, it, you know Odin has, an, has his Anheriar, you know, all of these things, all of these things talk about humans elevating themselves beyond the norm to join the gods, okay? In Egyptian mythology, the, you know, the, the greatest architect that they know was elevated to a godlike stature this is misunderstood by people this, this people think this 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 is to say that imhotep is a god now that's not what they're saying what they're saying is that imhotep has added to creation and therefore deserves reverence okay if the same kinds of uh belief systems existed today then they would put tesla in the stars they would say oh tesla is a god now Right. Or at the very least, they would say Tesla's a demigod, a semi demi mini god, as Moana would say. But <clears throat> so at some point, God handed over creation to his creations. OK, the mortals, humans, Arcturians, Pleiadians, you know, all, all of these kinds, all of these biologicals. 
Okay. It is your job to make this world what you will. And so far, this is what you've done. But keep in mind, this last age is like a plague. It will pass. Okay. Technology bases are what they are. You know, at one time during the age of Atlantis and Lemuria, most of your technology is what you would call now magic. But these days, now you have technology. As I've said before, to my people, if trying to explain your technology would have to begin with getting them to understand that you shock stones into talking to each other. They would not understand it. Like Facebook, all this stuff, movies, TV, they would, they would be like, what? What? They wouldn't get it, you know? In the same way, like you guys are like, but that doesn't, un what? like Cass, how did it take you so long to learn how to use YouTube? You just push the button. Why don't you guys control your own DNA? You know, to us, that's basic technology. To us, shaping your DNA so that your children are more, are more evolved is just what you do. You know, to you guys, texting is what you do, but you have created this. Do you understand? It could be said that you were inspired by aliens or, or, div or divinity. It could be said that, that, that Tesla was divinely inspired. And there's that famous mathematician whose name I can never remember, who attributed his, math his mathematical skills directly to the Indian gods, you know, the Hindu gods. So, you know, it's an extremely complicated question. At some point, it was pretty much all the gods. After that point, it's been all you, you know. You have the ability to shape your future to be anything you wish. Anything. You just have to manifest it for yourself. You know? And it starts with you. You. Watching this show. It starts with you. You know? It doesn't start with me. It doesn't start with Bradley. It doesn't start with Trump. It doesn't start with Biden. It doesn't start with the presidents. It doesn't start with the celebrities. It doesn't start with the messiahs. It doesn't start with the churches. It starts with you making the choice to be the best you you can be. Not by my standards, not by Jesus' standards, but by your standards. Does that answer the question, Bradley? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll say. You're, no, I'm still at it. Your voice is way far away from the microphone, bro. I'm still at it. Cool. Well, that's okay. I can keep talking. Parties. I'm doing watch parties. I can do some more shout-outs. So, yeah, I, that's great. Jason Staberg, it's good to see you again, bro. He says maybe it's more of a capacity than image. That's a that that, that could be that could be said. You know, um, it, I, I've never liked the idea that an energy form has this likeness, you know, on the face. I've I've always felt that when they say let us create man in our own image and likeness, what they meant is intellectually. Let us let us give them heuristic processors and make them sapient. Let us give them the ability to solve problems the other animals cannot. You know, let, let them be the balance. That's the way I interpret it, but I could be wrong. Morning, Scott. He says, good morning from Oz. Well, good morning from Denver, Colorado. And Wales, I think? Yeah. 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 One of those sexy accent places. Shannon says, Aloha and pounce hugs. Christina Rosales Robin says, Hi. Oh, and there's the alarm letting me know that it's time to start the afternoon show. <laughs> well, our shows start a little bit later than yours, Bradley. So. Yeah. 
Christine, Christian says, are the new crop circles a warning or a prophecy? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, understand that the crop circles are attempts to, communi to, to communicate primarily with one another. However, thanks to the Ashtar program, they are aware now that you can see the crop circles too. So they're starting to put messages to you guys. It used to be that you know the messages were primarily for us and if you guys wandered into a crop circle, so be it. But now they're aware, again, thanks to the Ashtar program, that you guys learning to upload your data, it's it's a major group effort from all over the planet. You see what I mean? So now they're they've become aware that you can see the crop circles from you know, from like with your drones, helicopters, and not only can you see the crop circles themselves, but your camera devices are now able to transmit the light messages. So more and more crop circles are meant for you, you know? The thing is, is it's not really a prophecy or a warning so much as a, hey, if this is what you want to do, keep going. If you want to do something else, this is how you do it. They're trying to give you guys roadmaps for possible paths. You know, all of the all of the tribes are lighter. All of the tribes of light are very are very invested in you guys achieving your freedom. You know, and we've said before. Now, granted, they all have different, um, you know, uh, ulterior motives. But they still want you to be free, you know. Hey, Elena. Hey, Christy. Oh, I'm so glad you made it. That's my sister. So, yeah, you want and, and something interesting now, and this is for you, Starseeds. This is something we've just discovered. Previously, to a few weeks ago, it was believed that you know when you when you have to manifest when you have to find your star family here, good luck, you know. Uh, they, they, they might appear in a variety of means. In Mine and Chrissy's case, and, and since we found this out, we've been finding more and more examples. In Mine and Christie's case, we managed to manifest in the same family line. We found out just a few weeks ago we're literally blood cousins. So that's new. You know, at least that information is new. I don't think I've ever actually seen proof of Star Family manifesting in the same family line before. Uh, Christina Rosales says light messages. What does that mean? Um, you guys have you guys have all heard that there's like a universal language amongst the stars that's kind of like telepathy. Normally, your abductees and and um, experiencers will say, "Oh, they spoke to me in telepathy." Some of them speak in telepathy. It's true, but in, normally they speak in what's called light speak, and this is universally accepted patterns of light. All biologicals can understand them to a certain degree. And, and I'm ready to interrupt. I'd like to say hello there. Welcome to Bradley Powers Esoteric Hours. My name is Bradley Powers, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, the legendary Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. <laughs> yes, we are in all the watch parties that we uh, have can uh, access to. And I'd like to say hello, everybody in the watch parties, and hello, everybody else uh all members uh we're very pleased to have you listening to us and uh hopefully we can have an enjoyable show uh if you have any questions you'd like to ask us please fire away we will do our best to answer as many questions as we can uh where what are we starting with castaday uh well that's up to you guys uh you you're 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 the host of the show <laughs> i'm just the know-it-all who you know you know, who pretends to be cool. Uh, uh -huh. well, why, why, why don't I finish with the light messages since you interrupted that? 
So in any, yeah, in any case, plants have, because the, you, you, all, you guys all know about photosynthesis, right? So because of that, plants have the ability to, when, when they absorb a light, messages, a light message, they will also relay it. Now, <clears throat> it's a lot more complicated. Like a simple light message like me to you, like, like I'm doing right now, is pretty easy. Okay. The more complex the message, the more, the, the, the more complex the pattern has to be. Hence, while you have all these geometric patterns and, 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 you know, uh, sacred geometries in the crop circles, you see, they embed the, they embed the, the light speak, rather the message, the, the messages into like a form of radiation burn, which you can find near the bottom, near, near the bottom of the uh, soil. In a real crop circle, these radiation burns will be evenly distributed around the around the entire crop circle. In a crop circle created by humans, they'll be broken. You see, the radiation, the pattern of radiation, causes the plant to bend itself. You see, whereas when humans do it, they forcibly bend it. There's you know there's there's cellular evidence. Okay, there we go. There. Ha! Now we finished it. What do you want to do? Right, here it is. Uh, from Lil Foyster. Can I ask your opinion on Musk and Egypt? On Musk? As in Elon Musk? Yeah. Elon Musk yeah, is Musk a pretty cool guy. Egypt. I like Elon Musk. Uh, he's very obviously in contact with uh, people from out of town, though. Um, like, for example, SpaceX. It, it, I... I, I was in California during, during the first SpaceX launch. It literally passed over our heads. So I was able to see the energy patterns coming off of it for myself with my own eyes. It is not what they say it is. That doesn't mean it's something bad, which like the first time I tried to talk about this in the aliens group, everybody got mad at me. That doesn't mean it's bad. That just means that the propulsion systems are not merely an evolution on solid fuel or liquid fuel. You see, they're working with impulse technology now. That's a huge leap forward. So I understand why they're keeping it quiet. So he's a really good guy. I like him. He makes some dumb mistakes, but so do we all. Uh, question from Dommy Neek. Well, I got to finish it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, he was also asking about ancient Egypt. So. Oh, okay, cool. Carry on. Sorry, Well, no, the, the only thing I was going to say on that is, what about ancient Egypt? It's a big subject. <laughs> Be more specific, bro. Continue, please. Uh, question from Dominique is, are reptilians and hybrids immune to the COVID? Uh, no. Point of fact, it's believed by some by those of us who know more about the COVID than we're supposed to. You know, those whose knowledge makes us, you know, puts us in danger. That part of the point of the COVID is to root out the hybrids and the awakened. I, I tried to mention this before to, you know, the various uh, UFO, you know, figureheads, and they, they took it as me threatening them but I was trying to warn them about the COVID. So uh, it, we have reason to believe that the COVID specifically targets light workers and awakened hybrids and visitors. <clears throat> we are not immune. The thing is, is it, it, there's no point in, in trying to infect us with something like that because we just heal, you know? So I don't know what they're trying to get out of it. But, but again, and I have to, I have to emphasize this, the COVID was not released on purpose. It was, it was an espion. It was an accident of espionage. You know, the, somebody was trying to steal a sample. They broke the, you know, that sample got out. It was never meant to get out. Not yet. Anyway, 
they were waiting. They, were, they wanted to release it after the uh, vaccine was developed for it, developed the cure or the, the disease and the cure. You see what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, with the industrial espionage, it got released early. And that's what China is going to be having to deal with here in the world court extremely soon. That and what they're doing to the Uyghurs. Uh, yeah, I have a good one here. For, um, I, I don't know if you answered this one. Are the new crop circles a warning or a prophecy? That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, to, re, to reiterate, it's more like offering you guys different paths. You know, saying, hey, you don't have to do this. You don't have to fight. You don't have to give in. It's going to be okay if you'll just let it be. You know, but humans are terrified right now. Yeah. Uh, like Christina Rosalia Robin says, light messages. What does that mean? <laughs> we just explained that too. That was part of the crop circle thing. So I'm catching up. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Oh my God, what's happened there? Well, Marin, we appreciate you taking a risk. You know, it, we we all need to take risks, and thank you for doing so. We'll keep it quiet on the down low, all the way down. Why? <clears throat> I've just lost the lot, the watch party. Watch well, in that case, That's I'll cool. go on you and you bastard. Ray just handed me a piece of beef jerky that he knows I can't eat until after the show. You are a sadist, sir. I salute you. That's a good prank. <laughs> you get that from your mom. All right. So in that case, we'll Brad. <clears throat> Well, Bradley's getting sorted. We'll go. I'll, I'll go into a little bit of uh, background because again, we have a lot of first-time viewers here. Uh, my name is Cassidy Lightwing. I am a visitor. I'm not a starseed. I'm not a hybrid. Although the hybrids consider me a hybrid because of the way my people's technology works, and that's fair. You know, I don't consider me a hybrid though. The I come from the people, the uh, Star Tribe that the ufology crowd refers to as feline Lyrans. The reason why they call us this is because your psychics can, your psychics know. You know, many of you have actually been to Malacquah. On that world, we, we, we inhabited that world alongside a race of humanoid felines, and that's where you get the idea. You know, you see what I mean? But what we are is threads of consciousness, basically fractal geometries that can think for themselves and move their own patterns. That's what we are. <clears throat> the last world we inhabited was Malacquah with these felinoid humans that your, your psychics can see. But you must understand that part of the deal when we come to a world is that when we leave, you get to come with if you want. You know, many Kitai chose to leave Malakwa when she when she broke, and there's nowhere else for us to go. So we brought them here. You know, we had a responsibility. We it was the deal. They gave us a home. You know, for thousands and thousands of years, we had a home with them. We weren't going to we weren't going to abandon them. That's not the way we roll. You see. So that's basically where that goes. And to answer your guys' to some of the skeptics' questions, yes, I can prove it. So I've been trying to prove it, but the you know, I've been spending the last most of the last three years, along with doing uh, essentially these shows to try to communicate with people. I've been trying to spend that time contacting hubs of the population. You know, like the, the, I, the, I often bitch about it. Like, for example, the ufology figureheads. They're not the only ones I've tried to contact. 
but I bitch about them the most. So, but yeah, yeah. that's basically what's going on. The process yeah. of yeah, the process of contact is ongoing, and you know, essentially, physical contact with consciousness-based entities is part of that. So, hi, Susan. Hey, Jonathan. Uh, hi, mom. Yeah, Ellie. Hi, Melanie's mom. Yeah. Sorry, Bradley. Yeah, that's all right. Shout outs are always welcome. Uh, who's in Facebook jail? Meryn Thompson is in Facebook jail for who knows how long, and she's taking a risk by just making this comment. Well, at least I was keeping it on the down low. <laughs> uh, sorry to hear that, Meryn. <clears throat> sorry, I've gone yeah. in my throat. And that's why Shannon was a deer and got me coffee. Oh, 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 my back. Oh, that sucked. Yeah, I wish I could say it was a physically perfect specimen, like some kind of superhero, but I'm not. <clears throat> Lifetime of uh, battle scars on this planet has, le has left their, left its mark. My body is pretty much broken. So, Here's one for you, Cassidy. Justin Molinoy says Project Bluebeam is in operation. Oh, yes, Do not believe is. the fake alien invasion. You are being lied to. You are being terrorized by your lying governments. 100%, bro. And thank you for having the courage to share. There is an invasion, but it doesn't. But it's not the UFO invasion. Now, it is unclear if the if the governments of the world are going to proceed with the false flag alien invasion. If they do, there will be retribution and consequences. We have informed them that that is not to happen. Okay, I have counterparts talking to governments, religions, you know, corporations. You know, my job is to talk to to talk to just the people. You know, my counterparts in in the governments of the world are incredibly incredibly fed up. So, <clears throat> no, he's absolutely right. There is an invasion, but it's coming from within. The invasion is coming from the consciousness. You know, that's why we keep saying it's very important for you all to remember who you are and what your life what you want your life to mean you know don't let the media tell you that you have to sacrifice your life for politics don't let the media tell you that aliens are coming to steal your cows decide what you believe don't believe crazy cats believe what's in here you know focusing on what's in here and letting this shine is how you repel the invasion there's no guns that can do it there's no lasers there's no force fields Okay, the invasion is happening through every biological cell in this sector of the galaxy, and that includes the tribes of light. Okay, chaos is everywhere right now. It is. It is the time. It is the time. You know, we all talk about the awakening. The awakening is so much fun to talk about because oh, there's so many great things with the awakening. But with the awakening comes the schism, and the schism affects everyone, not just humans. Jeff Ellington says, what are your thoughts on China's visit to the dark side of the moon? Ah, they got exactly what was coming to them. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be information coming out about their visit over the next several years uh, as it gets declassified. Yeah, they screwed up. They screwed up bad. Humans were told not to come back. The US, the U.S. government even tried to tell China, dude, don't do it. But they had to do it. They had to do the thing. We told them, okay, when NASA was going, we told you, do not disturb the princess. 
She has earned her rest. But more importantly than even that, do not bring any of the green stone home. It is not for you. They wouldn't listen. So they were not welcome back. You know, NASA tried to tell the Chinese space agency, the Chinese space agency wouldn't listen. So something bad happened to the Chinese and uh, their, the retributive SWAT that they have received is going to be echoing for a couple of hundred years. And understand that the retributive SWAT that they got was the, is the equivalent of this. Okay. The technology they're trying to screw with is not to be screwed with. All right. You guys have all heard of the Kardashev scale. You understand that we are a type Omega species. We are here because we love you, not because we have to be. Dominique is saying, isn't COVID part of the reset to reset the Earth's population to 5 billion down 3 billion? Um, no. If, if, if so, it was a really, really, really piss poor attempt. You guys have to understand the lethality of COVID is only 0.06%. It's, it's literally less lethal than the common cold. All of this is propaganda. Now, granted, when somebody dies of the COVID, yeah, it's scary. You know, when somebody actually gets the COVID, it is terrifying. You know, it's horrible. It's a terrible way to go. It's it, I, Ebola's worse, but not by much. But at the same time, they're scaring the hell out of you with this, you know, so much so that you're giving up your freedoms, you're giving up your thought, you know, you're giving up your right to share your faces, you know. So if COVID is an attempt to reduce the population, it's a real piss poor one. But more importantly, you guys have to understand the cabal needs more. They always need more. You know, use your use your feelings, audience. You know it to be true. The audio, the, the cabal always wants more, 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 more. Never less. They never want less. Do you uh, actually think that the people that are harvesting children for their adrenochrome want balance on this planet? Really? The Masons, about 150 years ago, put forth this idea that if you could reduce the population down to under a million, everything would be okay. The problem is that the Georgia Guidestones were the Georgia Guidestones were dependent on a certain Masonic uh, prophecy that did not come to pass. So it doesn't matter. The Georgia Guidestones are defunct. Okay. Really? Has it not arrived yet? No. Isn't it's not. that more possible? No, it didn't. No, okay. The comet arrived. It did not impact. You see, the whole idea was based on the on basically <clears throat> what it boils down to is the idea that Halley's comet was going to hit the planet, and then to survive in the aftermath, you needed to do this. Halley's comet didn't hit the planet. It's never going to. No. Okay. To be completely honest, if you guys want to pitch a picture into the future of Halley's Comet, what actually happens to Halley's Comet is next time it comes around, maybe the next time after that. It, time time frame is a little difficult for me. Essentially, but before Halley's Comet gets to the point where it's going to run into the Goldilocks zone and smash your planet, way before that, you're going to mine it out. So. But what about the Georgia Guidestones? That hasn't happened yet, has it? That's that's in in the making. No, it, it already didn't happen, is what I'm saying. Well, how long ago was that? Can you give us a time frame? Yeah, 150 years ago. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, how long has the Georgia Guidestone been there, Cassidy? About 150 years. Wow, as long as that. I was I wasn't aware of yeah. that. Basically, Masons built it out in the middle of nowhere and then left because the prophecy became null and void, so they just abandoned it. You know, quite frankly, they should have tore it down. That would that would have been the more responsible thing, but they didn't. And then it was later it was found. And because it was found by people out in the middle of nowhere, it, this giant mythology rose up around it. The thing is, in 100 years, for those of you who are fans of the Disney Channel and the, the show Gravity Falls, there was a contest. And you the contest, you had to go find a stone statue of Bill Cipher somewhere in America. OK, so somewhere in America. There's a six and a half foot tall statue of Bill Cipher giving you a high five. In 150 years, when the cartoon is long gone, people are going to come across that and see the triangle with the eye in the center with a hand up and go, what kind of cult was this? Not every monolith is, or rather not every megalith is 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 true, you know? I see. The Cabal wants, excuse me, the Cabal wants a population of 9 billion on this planet. All right. Nine billion is the tipping point. At nine billion, there comes a, metabol a metabolic change in the human body where humans start to go insane and die. OK, their plan is in the meantime, between now and nine billion to find another Earth. All right. Why do you think they're always like, oh, hey, look at that. Oh, here's a, here's another Earth that's even closer. Oh, look at that. Here's another Earth that's even closer. What they want is for everyone to be so terrified that they willingly enslave themselves to go to a new planet that's already been bought and sold do you understand that okay yeah. the starbucks continent i'm exaggerating just but just to give you an idea in reality we're talking like triple a corporations names that if i say i'll get sued so i'm not going to say them but you can look them up yourself uh so triple a corporations they've already got these continents bought and sold and sectioned off okay so that's what the population control is they don't want to drive the population down they want it up and you can prove it to yourself look at the situation every move the cabal makes no birth control for you no sex education for you oh but your god hates you if you don't if you don't breed uncontrollably does any of this sound like oh, oh yeah and then the latest one we're gonna stuff all the men and women together and bombard them with sexual images so incest goes on the rise. Does that sound like an evil organization that wants a lower manageable population? Or does, it, or does that sound like an evil organization that wants ca panic, chaos, and control? Yeah. Don't believe Cass. Believe your own heart. The spirits will tell you. And if you're going the Holy Spirit screaming at you. Yours is a uh, another angle to look at that uh, is feasible. Yeah. Well, that's just it one. But, but keep in mind, that's just one angle, and that's just my perception. Yeah. I could be wrong. Like that's why we always say, yeah. "Listen to you, not us." See, the Earth is not overpopulated. It's the cities that are. Yes. You could actually fit the entire population with the density of Tokyo, right? You could fit the entire population of the of the planet with the density of Tokyo in Texas. That's how much room and life is on this planet. It is a lie that the planet can't support this population. What it can't support is the rampant consumerism and the idea that you're allowed to kill everything that moves because it pleases you. I drooled. I'm sorry. Well, thank you, Leon. Uh, thank you for that, Cassidy. 
Melanie Renee Watkins says, tell Bradley I'm in need of a dose of his voice. Well, mm-hmm. Melanie, thanks for that. Melanie, uh, I'm working. That's what I'm actually doing. Uh, I'm, uh, we're in watch parties, and I'm trying to see if we can cover as many uh, questions as possible, to be honest with you. Once we get... And like when Cassidy answers, he has quite a lot to say. Yeah, I talk a lot. That's a Brad- that's right. a nice way of Bradley to say Cassidy doesn't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the questions have to go on hold. And uh, what, what, what should we start with? Uh... Uh, uh, yeah, Christina Roselia Robbins said, I just dreamed last night that aliens invaded us. Yep. Well, Hyperspace was nasty last night. Hyperspace, to, to put it in the Klingon sense, hyperspace was glorious last night. Uh, one, of the, one of the lizards even got a lucky shot in the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah, we're at war nightly at this point. And for those of you who are fans of ESETI, uh, James Gilliland talks a lot about how there's war in the in the spirit world. It's one of the reasons why, even though we had, had I'm having a bit of a falling out with a certain member, I'm still I still got your back, ESETI. I'm not going to interact with you guys anymore, but I still got your back. You know, and it's true, the Lyrans, we are at war. We're in active hot war. You know, at, at night when when it's time to power this unit down, you know, I'm emerging into flying plasma and explosions. You know, it's Be- nasty. Becky, Becky Fanning says, Curlian photography shows the light or a message is from plants, humans, etc. Victory to her. Whoever said that, victory to you. Yes. Curlian photography is amazing. Once the show gets more successful and we start to have a budget, we're getting a Curlian camera. That's happening. All right. Wow. So if you guys want to see shows like that, please head to the YouTube channel and and, and uh, subscribe. We have to get a thousand subscribers in order to be able to monetize monetize the channel and start actually turning this into a pro- in, into you know an actual nonprofit like we want to. So. But yeah, Curlian photography is amazing. It can what Curlian photography does it translates certain bands of nutrition of nutritious and toxic non-visible light into visible light. It's amazing. It takes, uh, images of your aura, is it your colorful aura, and yes. also black spots, which is illnesses. Yes. If I dude, if I had a Curlian camera, I could I yeah, dude, the, the healing I could do would be it would be stunning. It would be stunning. And keep in mind, folks, for those of you who are new, I don't consider myself psychic because the organs in the back of my head that interpret images from the pineal gland, or rather signals from the pineal gland, they're damaged. So I am at a severe disadvantage. You know, that's why Eliana. I trust like Melanie Renee Sorry. Watkins and Ileana and Liana. You know, they're they're really talented psychics, and they understand the mission, and I can trust them. I have psychic abilities at random. I'm not in control of my psychic abilities. Yes, because your writer won't let you. Let me kick his ass. Yeah, I know. It's very possible that the demonic possession I'm experiencing is actually affecting my psychic abilities. Very much so, in fact. Very much so. Thank you, Bobby. I love you too, bro. Tell Mama say uh, hey. And by the way, I got her back. I've already been checking her out. Sorry, Bradley. Uh, Brad, Brad, um, no, yeah. it's all right. 
Eliana Melissa Ramos says, is it true that all humans have melanin? Yes. Differing amounts of melanin. But it, 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 the only people that don't have melanin are, are albinos. And when you look at albinos, you, you'll notice they have the same exact skin tone, no matter what tribe they come from. That's what humans look like. The melanin in your skin is literally just an environmental protection device. That's why it's so silly that people divide themselves by fur color. It's weird. Melanie Renee Watkins says, love you, Bradley. Thank you so much for that. That's very kind of you. I'm honored by your thoughts. Yeah. We got to get you reading stories, man. The ladies love your voice way more than you think. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes, Bobby Stoikevsky says, hi, Bradley and Cass. Nice to look at you guys. Nice to look at you too, Bobby. Hi there, Bobby. Welcome to the show. Uh, yes, Shannon Lightwing says, Shannon Lightwing says, Curly and Canvas run about $1,500 and up. Yeah, that'll be no big deal once we can get the uh, once we can get the YouTube channel going. It's it's pretty easy to make money on YouTube once you get to a certain point. The problem is, is when I first joined YouTube, the requirement was 400, and then once by the time I made it to 400, they increased it to whatever. Now it's a thousand, so it's like, grr, snarl. And by the way, and, and in, in the UFO in the UFO figureheads defense, I believe that like the reason why they don't believe me is because they think I'm trying to get my user count up, which is fair, you know, that's fair, because I am, but I wasn't trying to use them to do it. I just needed to pass a message. So. Um. Yeah. Mel- uh. Yeah. Yeah, Christina Rosalia Robin says, why don't you tell that demon to go away, Bradley? Uh, It's not quite simple. It's a living entity. It's not a spiritual entity, and it's not quite that simple. Yes, I would love him to leave. He has hindered my my life a lot. I I am here. I would be up here, up here, if it wasn't for this demon. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be completely honest. From my perception, and I could be wrong, Okay, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life, but from my perception, there are things that you're doing that's letting him back in, and you know you got to stop. It's <clears throat> rooted in me, rooted. He can't get in any further. He's, he's at yeah. his max. Yeah. Which is quite effective, to be honest with you. Uh, but my people can't help you until you stop inviting him in. That's what, what I'm saying. I don't. I don't invite him. Believe me. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk about it some other time. There's a number of ways he's tricked you to invite him in. It's because he can puppet you. Uh, Shannon Lightwing says, "I agree. Bradley has a very sexy voice." Uh, thank you very much, Shannon. I had to read that. <laughs> Yay! Told you. Bobby Stoykevsky says, "Sometimes I listen to you. It's truly like I've heard you before." Is he talking to you or me, or both no, of us? I'm not sure. Uh, Eliana Melissa Ramos says, every time you guys say my full name out loud, I laugh. Please just call me Eliana. Okay. Well, are we butchering your name? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Eliana. Uh, way, Jason guys... Seyberg says, it's an English man- mannerism. He's not being rude. Oh, okay, cool. Now, just out of curiosity, real quick, can you guys hear the purring? I, I, I adjusted the sound settings, and I'm not sure you guys can hear me purring anymore. Uh, Sona Bellu Tidy says, what is your YouTube channel? 
Oh, um, actually, this is a really good time, Bradley. We put together some commercials. That way, once we get uh, once we get some sponsors, like um, uh, what is the name of that that network? The network that we're trying to join. X X Rising. You're right, right, right. So we um, I I'm gonna cut a, cut together an X Rising commercial and play it right here. But for right oh, now, give us give really us one like second. It. I'll tell you when we're back. Give give me like twenty seconds. work and wish to contribute, the best support you can give is to hit that like button and share the show with your friends. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash the Lions Pride. Follow Cassidy at www.facebook.com slash when the lion speaks to receive daily updates and live notifications. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as the community allows. Now back to the show. Oh, crap. God dang it. I got to stop doing that. <sighs> Sorry about that. The show intro started playing again. Uh, I suck at this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Liana, for posting the links. Okay. Oh, you can hear us. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah, we're back. Okay, cool. So that's that. That's our uh, the, the, the YouTube link. So. Oh, yeah, right. They could hear us. When the advert was on, they could hear us. We're working up bugs still. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I got it. I got it. Eliana says, no, we're not butchering her name. It's just that it's, it's funny hearing her full name being announced. I imagine, it, 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 tell me, am I right? Is it hitting you emotionally like it would me, like it would hit me if Shannon suddenly burst out, Cassidy Adam Dunning? I would shrink up into my shell and go away. <laughs> You love the commercial? Uh, Patsy Doosfitch says, Hey, Cassidy and Brad, I believe in what you're saying. My imagination of your talk shows, me, the best few ever. My mind's eye, I say. Thank you for that, Patsy Doosfitch. Traditional ear and greeting, or traditional ear and thanks, by the way. Blow into your hand, gather the energy from your heart, gather the energy from your head. Well, gut, heart, head, then blow it out. So, thank you. Uh, Sona Bell, you tidy. Go to my timeline, if you have to, or Cassidy's timeline, and you will find the link on the introduction page of the show, not on the watch parties themselves. Ah, Although oh. I, have put, I have started to put the introduction on the watch parties as well. I've done that today. All right. for the first I'll, I'll cut you together a little link block so you can just paste it in there so it's easy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Melanie says, Mom wants to know more about where you came from. Uh, do you want to do we, do you want to go into that for a minute, Bradley? Sorry, I wasn't listening. What was that? Melanie Renee Watkins says that her mom wants to know more about where I count where I came from. Okay, Should we yeah, talk about fine. that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, uh, again, I I am a being of light. Now, keep something in mind. All of you are beings of light as well. The, the the only thing is, is that the chromosome, which allows me to remember more or less perfectly, more or less than more perfectly, uh, in you guys, it connects you to essentially the human oversoul, your oversoul, right? If you were to track your oversoul all the way back to the very beginning, we are literally brothers, Okay, you could see that we hatched from the same egg. We were born from the same womb. We're part of the same litter. What, however you want to view, however you want to view it. 
you know, but we are from the same mother lightwise. Okay. Now, essentially you guys went one way, we went the other, you know, we decided to explore, you know, the energetic world. You chose to explore the multiverse. So here you are, you see, but you are infinite. Okay. So where we are from, not just me, where we are from is try to imagine space, right? Try to imagine space as a thread, like all of space, all of it, all space as a thread. Okay. Now try to imagine gravity, like all of gravity as another thread. Okay. Now try to imagine all of what you call consciousness as a thread, right? We are from the place where these forces are mere threads, mere streams. Okay. And the place where these streams or threads connect is this world. Does that make any sense at all? I tried to explain this a number of times and people look at me like I grew a second head. Um, Now this doesn't mean we're gods. Okay. Technologically speaking, this is very similar to if you guys figured out a way to visit the quantum universe, you know, like if you figured out a way to visit, you know, a hydrogen, a hydrogen atom, same kind of thing. You know, you would no more be gods there than we are here. Does that make any sense? Somebody talk to me. Surely it's a good name. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, I'd like to uh, ask you. Can you say the YouTube channel name? Uh, yeah, it is. Let me let me bring up my note here because you guys all you all know I suck with this. You inquiries. The YouTube channel is uh, www.facebook.com/slash. Wait, wrong one. www.youtube.com. That's how bad I am with this stuff. www.youtube.com slash C slash the lion's pride. All one word. The thing is, is ever, ever since we put up the lion's pride, a number of channels called the lion's pride have cropped up. YouTube is trying to keep us from getting the word out. It's trying to silence us. They're not banning us directly because they don't dare. Um, basically in the, in the current social order, all the alien stuff aside, I am a Native American trans woman. They don't dare. But they can shadow ban the hell out of us. So, Liana just put a link I'm in, quite in the I'm pleased with my reign on Facebook. I haven't been muted, suspended, banned. So I'm doing quite good. I've lowered yeah. my tone a bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, Deborah Baker says, I was told we all have psychic abilities. I was told by my family through the years. And the answer to that is very true indeed. Absolutely. We are all psychics, all of us. The only thing is, do we choose to listen to ourselves? Yeah. It's hard for for humans to wrap their minds around sometimes, but the fact that you understand your name is a psychic ability. Okay. You are all 100%, all of you, you are all psychic. It's a skill. All you have to do is develop it. That's right. I must admit that uh, fluoride in the water calcifying our pineal gland is not good. And that is affecting us uh, dramatically. However, it's still possible to uh, inspire your psychic abilities to awaken. Yes. Yes. That is possible too. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Kirsten says, so the Earth is like the center of a tesseract. Sort of. Imagine this whole multiverse is the center of a tesseract. Right. Like all, all of the, the possible timelines that you could have, you know, like Rick and Morty. Right. If you know Rick and Morty, all of the possible dimensions that you can comprehend are all part of this multiverse. We see it as a jewel. You know, essentially we see liquid streams of fractal color flowing together into a center point. And in the center point, it creates a jewel. And this jewel, this this multiverse is called the Gaia jewel. If we're going to use the, the, the Greek a Greek style naming, because we, we going along with the planetary naming scheme, right? This jewel would be called the Gaia jewel. You know, this jewel is your mother in, in a way. You know, if you understand crystals, most of you understand that crystals are life forms. So this shouldn't be a big, it shouldn't be a terrible, terribly large leap, you know. But this jewel, this infinite fractal jewel of energy, you know, is a multiverse, Okay. And those multiverses within this multiverse. So it's, it gets too big to comprehend even for us, you know, and our um, multiverse is, our, our, our multiverse, what I call the omniverse is itself made up of forces that we don't quite understand, which is why we, we, which is why I keep saying on the show beyond the 16th harmonic, we just don't know. And we don't pretend to know, you know? Deborah Baker says, even seen also, oh, wrong question. Uh, Deborah Baker says, there is also spirit portals around us. Yes. I have seen many spirits through the years. That is correct as well. Absolutely. There are many yeah. spirit portals around us. Um, hold on. Let's, let's go back to, let's go back to Shirley Renee Watkins. Wait, just Shirley Watkins. <laughs> uh Mom wants to know: Do you have do you Lyrans have anything to do with cosmic matter? That depends on what you consider cosmic matter. Uh, we can manipulate cosmic matter, but the matter that we manipulate is is very much what you would consider energy. Like I said, according to the Kardashev scale, we are a type omega, you know, civilization. Um, our power mostly comes from within, which is kind of a complete inversion of the Kardashev scale. So it's 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 kind of weird, but. Uh, a lot of the dark, what you guys consider dark matter, you know, is the these you know strands of radiation and energy that I'm talking about. You guys can't see them or detect them, which is why science calls them dark matter. You, you, you understand? Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. What was I saying uh, about portals? Wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Deborah Baker, there is also spirit portals around us. Yes, there are. Yes. Uh, the uh, satellite, uh, there's, a, there's a satellite, a government satellite that can actually pick up portals opening and closing around the planet. Yep. The thing is, they can see the portals opening and closing, but they can't see what travels through them. That's actually, actually, I'm not going to talk about that. That would violate my NDAs. Damn. But I really want to talk about it, but I can't. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, the portals are, are pretty are pretty important. And the, what they're discovering now is that there are permanent portals at the uh, polar, uh, the, the magnetic poles of every planet. And depending on, on how the planet in question is tilted in relation to the sun will create different environments and different kinds of portals. This is why so many of us use the Venus portal. You know, the Venus portal, because of, of its axis rotation, all that stuff, it creates a perfect environment for essentially a space fold. 
Deborah Baker would like to say, Mr. Bradley Powers, are you British? I'm actually English, to be honest. Now, what is the difference? A lot of us Americans don't understand that, including me. I'm from England. Uh, you could be a uh, from another country and be British. You can hold a British passport. Okay, okay. So that's like why Irish are also British, right? Yes, that's right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, so for us so Americans, we choose to be called Irish. Okay. Okay. So, like for us Americans, and the giant Nigerian could be British. Oh wow! Hey Laura, it, talk to me about that. That, that. that that might be a way to get. That might be a way to fix some things. Somebody that's very very special to me lives in Nigeria. Her name is Laura. I won't say the rest of her name because anonymity, but she knows who I, she knows who she is. Yeah, portals portals are interesting, and the the uh, what is is difficult for people to wrap their minds around. And what's freaking one of the things that's freaking physicists out is that you can create portals with your mind. That's primarily how Lyran magic works is by you know, creating controlling energy flows. Well. I see uh, portals as energy, yeah, created, yeah, with the mind. Yeah, the yeah. mind manifests them, and then they stay. I painted a pentacle for necromancy in the floor. It was a circular figure, and uh, and it's still there to this day. It's a portal, and it makes it easy access for spirits to travel. That's right. why I painted Yeah. I've also had one in, in the chamber. I had a chamber. I had one in there as well. So I had two at the last place, uh, uh, my last chapel. Yeah, it, portals are extremely common. Like a lot of our psychic, a lot of our psychics see portals open and close behind both of us during the show, regularly. And when performing rituals, I open and close four portals mm. uh, in one ritual sometimes. That's cool. Just um, like uh, Alistair Crowley would have. Sorry immediate emotional reaction not yes my melanie, fault melanie, my fault melanie my says fault. oh god the portals i just moved out of a house that was being consumed by portals uh a hyperspace portal formed up a hyperspace portal formed in my office last year and the shit was that would go in and out was from scary to what the fuck I had a paranormal team come out to my house twice. Yes, I see a portal on your picture behind you, Cass. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out, Melanie. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing later today with some of the... You guys have been sending in donations to help us improve the show. Thank you. One of the things that we're going to be doing uh, either today or tomorrow is getting a uh, like a like a, like a sheet, um, like a, a thingy, a big cloth thingy. That's why it's going to go behind me. That way you guys can see those things better. You know, it's been requested multiple times that we try to put a white background behind us so that they can see the colors of our aura. I think that's a pretty good idea. So thank you for bringing that up. And if you guys want to, if you guys want to contribute to keep the lights on and the cameras running links in the description, which it's 58 minutes. So in two minutes, we'll go to the second commercial and then we have a half an hour left in the show. Okay. So, yeah, we got, we got two commercials going and then ideally when, once we get sponsors and stuff, we can put them in the commercials. And the first, the first one is going to be X rising. <laughs> I remember. 
we x everybody. What is x It's a, another platform that we have discovered that's been presented to us for us to use. And yeah. it's for you to use. You members, you friends, you light workers, it's for you to use. It's called X-Rising, L-X-Rising it's called. And this is a group where we can all go and it's freedom of speech. That's what we yeah. offer. Unlike Facebook, you won't get removed. Uh, hold on, Bradley. We, we have a, we have a bit of a, of a of an issue in the audience. One second. Bradley wasn't endorsing Alistair Crowley. He was just pointing out that Alistair Crowley was particularly good with portals, which is true. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, my issue with Alistair Crowley goes extremely deep. My father was a member of Alistair Crowley's cult, uh, specifically one of the in one of the cells of the Satanic Wing of the Golden Dawn. Um, the reason I'm here is because he would do, he did Crowley's rituals on my mother. And so I have very severe issues with Alistair Crowley. And I, uh, have different views as well, uh, regarding Alistair Crowley. It's, it's very sad that he was uh, like, he was, uh, like allegedly a pedophile, uh, he sex was. magic. There's no allegedly uh, about it. Who do you think? Sex magic. And he he had the ability, he could walk into a room and women would find themselves attracted to him. That was the magical uh, yes. charisma that he carried. And that was the magic my father learned first. And that's how he lured my mother in. That's how he did everything. He also could open and close portals. Yes, yes he could. However, he became lazy and sloppy towards the end. Yes, Hence was. why... He didn't close a portal properly and it caused a gash in the cosmos. And that gash, I believe, is still open to this day and uh, anything could yes. actually travel through. And a couple like of years me. after the gash appeared in the cosmos, uh, the Roswell incident occurred. Yes, very true. The thing is, is that Aleister Crowley was very specific not to use the ritual that my father used because, you know, he understood that it would bring about the end of their world. You know, so for those of you who know your Golden Dawn, I am the 11 0. And he left the Golden Dawn and began the uh, Temple of Set O T O Orientus. Oh, you have, can you help me with this one, Cassidy? I will Orientus. not speak that name. O T O. Yeah. It's no coincidence that the Temple. people. It's no coincidence that uh, everyone from the Light Sentinels to the Egypt to some people and the members of the Egyptian Antiquities uh, believe that I am Set, not Set. I'm sorry, Bastet and uh, and or Sekhmet reborn. And if you know your Egyptian mythology, you know how deeply Bastet and Sekhmet hate Set. Part of part of the reason why I'm here is to fix that karma that uh, Crowley began. Templi, no, Order Templi Orientus, O-T-O, Temple of Set. That's what Alistair Crowley began when he left the, the Golden Dawn. Yes, sir. And like, yeah, an intelligent man to a degree, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that will be dealt with in time. Liana says, yeah, that's why Cass is here and in the position he's in, per se. Thank you for that, Liana. Yeah, Liana's part of the crew. So is Melanie Renee Watkins, which is why I'm trying to answer all of her mom's questions. 
David said money and uh, a good David suit. David Nash says money and good suit and his business and travel pass probably entice the women too. Alison Crowley was also a spy. Yeah. Possibly. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you guys for reminding me to chill. It's I shouldn't give them this much power, you know. But again, they tortured me for 10 years. They tortured me for 10 years specifically because they thought I was Jesus and they were trying to bring about the apocalypse. So there's deep-seated issues here that I haven't quite dealt with. Patsy, but thank you guys for the, thank you guys for loving me enough to remind me. Appreciate it. Patsy Doofy says, change the subject. Uh, well, I, I actually enjoy talking about Alistair Crowley because I'm uh, open-minded to the concept of all things. And it's not that like I approve of what he does, but uh, he, I'm fascinated by a lot of what he does. He was actually dubbed by Dennis Wheatley, a satanic writer. He was yeah. dubbed by Dennis Wheatley as the most evil man in the world. And that's I agree. because Alistair Crowley went around opening up portals that he shouldn't have and yeah. left them open. The, the the last thing to to complete that story and then I, I want to change subjects and I'm going about to tell you why and this is why I have big issues with people claiming to be you know uh, trying to claim the karma from their past lives my father believes 100% that he is uh, that he is Alistair Crowley reborn okay can we please change the subject now yes uh Melanie says many of us have lived in Egypt times. Uh, yes. I've actually been to Egypt. I've actually been inside the pyramids, the great pyramids of Giza. You and lucky I bastard. Well, I walked the path of gods and it was an honor. And I also rode a horse that went into a gallop and I didn't know how to stop it. And it went full speed. And I was like, oh, you know, I let go of the reins and hold on to the mane. And I was doing that. It was just went off into the wood, God, into the desert. I don't know how I got it started, but I couldn't get it to stop. I'm galloping horse. I've galloped a horse out into the desert. <laughs> so you galloped to the desert on a horse with no name? Yes, that's right. Certainly did. Because Bradley's been yeah. through the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to get out of the rain. Cause in the desert, you can remember your name. Cause there ain't no one for to give you no pain. Ba da 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 da. I love music. Yeah. David says, "Oh no, sorry to hear that, cast. Not a man to look up to. No, not at all. Um, like I said, it was it was brutal. You know, I I do love my father. You know, at ninety eight percent of of." him wasn't an amazing like the best father could have ever hoped for but that two percent man holy shit yes so uh patsy doofish says uh let's discuss the omniverse well the omniverse is first off you have to understand the omniverse is exhausting it's one of the reasons why it's so delightful to to enter a multiverse and just chill for a while you know it's very exhausting try to imagine that every point everywhere is all one is all one place there's no getting away from the intelligences and the entities that you hate because everywhere everywhere or rather they hate you everywhere is all the same place you know we are all in one collective if you will that's why space itself is a little bit hard for us to understand and time even more so because because time is a byproduct of these various forces that I'm talking about. We don't have time in the omniverse. Everything 
that ever will be and ever was is all now in the omniverse. Do you see? It's exhausting. So that means that, you know, those of us who are in conflict in the omniverse have always been in conflict by, by Terran standards. That means we've always been at war and we always will be at war. And this will not change until something happens in the physics of the omniverse. You know, which the, the sad thing is, is so many denizens of the omniverse come here to use this place as like a proxy war. We will not allow this. We're done with this. You know, we're done. Uh, Papa Lion's home, and he's put, and he's getting, he's got his spanking hand ready. I'm going to change the subject to a question from Dominique. The Cabal is separate from the visitors, and Cabal wants to enslave mankind. Absolutely, 100. percent the 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 Cabal is not us. The, the The Cabal tries to enslave us whenever they can. When they realize that I was absolutely out of their control at age 16, they tried to kill me by crushing in the back of my skull and running me over with a truck. Neither were successful, obviously. Um, but they were successful in in blocking me off from the uh, from psychic abilities. So that's really difficult for this particular anchor, you know. But no, the Cabal wants to enslave humanity, and they fight visitors and starseeds at every turn. It's one of the reasons why there's so much deception in the air now on this bi on this biosphere that I can't even trust my own people's records right now. The deception is so thick it's become an energy here, you see? And it's all done. The reason why that's happening is to distract your mind enough so that the Lokogoth, or as you guys call it, Dracos, can invade through your own consciousness. You see, without that confusion, humans are an amazing people. And you know what I mean. You've all had that moment of clarity where you're just sitting there. Maybe you're looking at the mountains. Maybe you're looking at a sunset. Maybe you're making love, whatever. But you've all had that moment where you just realized that everything's going to be okay. We're all one. And then it probably went out of your head, it, your head the second it popped in. You know, psychonauts come back a lot with this. You know, they, they, you know, after DMT or whatever, they'll come back and realize that we are all one. This is just a play. This is a game, if you will. You know, it's a, a movie. It's something that we're doing on the higher level to learn about ourselves and to rest. You know, yeah, and it right. really the is all going to be okay. The game of life. Life is yeah. a game. Life is a mortality dream. The trick is to get past the deception is to recognize who you are. You do this by going within yourself, you know, meditation, introspection, you know, get, get into the flow state, however you want to do it. You know, get into the flow state and remember who you are and what your values are. Okay. We have a lot of people, like for example, here in, here in America with the riots, we have, to have a lot of young people giving their lives for a cause that's not theirs. Okay. Because they've been brainwashed by the media. Okay. Yeah. With these kids, they're, 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 they're rebelling against what they think is a tyranny because the media has been telling them that cops are out there murdering a hundred black people a day. This is not even remotely true, but these kids that are fighting right now, that's what they believe. Do you see? So you have to really decide what really means a lot to you. Do you believe that the police are murdering black people and, pe and people of color by those numbers? Then fight. You know, but if that's what you really believe, okay, not just because you were told, okay, do you really believe in the golden rule? 
you know, he who has the gold makes the rules. Ah, no, seriously, do unto others. Is that if that's something that you believe, then you have to put that into action. You can't just have it as something nice that you believe for yourself. You have to put it into action. There's something that happens in the mind when you are walking your path. Okay, Egyptian Egyptian mysticism talks about this in the form of the of the feather of light. Okay, your feather must weigh lighter than your heart must weigh lighter than the feather. Sorry, right. This doesn't mean that your physical heart has to weigh less than a bird's feather. What this means is that you have to have lived your life in such a way that you are free. Okay. And sometimes that means living as a slave, you know, and that doesn't, that doesn't seem to track, you know, but you have to understand that the mystic who brought that information to us was a Pharaoh and Anubis showed him his life and showed him that he was not going to pass. But he was the pharaoh. How could this be? He was watching slaves who, who's, whose hearts were lighter than the feathers. How could that be if he's the pharaoh? You know? The answer is that the pharaoh, you know, that particular man was trying to be a pharaoh. He wasn't trying to be himself. Do you see? Who you are is a matter of your light and how you express that light within the world. Not your title, not your job, not how much money you have in the bank. You know, and if you let as, your light shine, nothing can touch you. You are invincible. As Bobby Stoykevsky says, life is a school. It's an education. There you go. School of hard knocks. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's how you that's how you, sh- that's how you shape the deception. I'm sorry. Life is a gift. I know it's different for everybody, but life is a gift. Yeah. Really, it really is. The yeah. amount of people in the group forums that want to get off this planet, want to leave this planet, or want to die is phenomenal. The amount I got, I'm admin to 330,000 members, and I'd say two thirds of them don't want to be here. I have a special message for them. I've been working on it for a while, and it's going to be a little mean, but I don't care. If you want to leave this world because it's too bad, because it's terrible, you're right, it's terrible. This is a bum deal. But you can't. Okay? Your choices are become a slave or fight. You don't get to leave. You got too many chains on you. You want to leave? Help me break them chains. Deborah Baker says you both are old spirits and very wise. Thank you, Deborah Baker. He said while doing air guitar. Words of wisdom is what we share if we can. We try. You know? Words of wisdom. Words of power, even. Okay. Uh, Mike says, you mentioned the Dracos was watching uh, the dragon re-enter earlier and said something about the Draco thrusters. Have they named this after them? Sorry to change the subject, but that struck me as strange. No. Uh, there actually is a metaphysical reason why they call them the Draco, the, the, uh, Draco thrusters. It's not after the Draco entities that you guys are afraid of. That is actually... The fact that you guys call them Dracos is a bit of a deception on the part of the Cabal. They're not really Dracos, you know. The Draco engines is actually does have a metaphysical connection, though. The thing is, is, there's a thing about dragons, okay? As dragons get older, they are able to metabolize more and more forms of energy until such point as they can metabolize, fully metabolize cosmic radiation, at which point they can leave the atmosphere by way of vibration in their wings, Okay. That's what the Draco thrusters are, are referencing. 
the ability to leave the planet under your own power. Christina Rosalia Robin says life is an adventure. Yes, yes agreed. I agree with that. It's life is what you make it in the sense. Although I'll be completely honest, I wish mine was more of a porno adventure than a than a than a you know a penny than a, than a penny dreadful novel. <laughs> and it also, if you look at your life, there's many ways you can improve it as well. Yes. If you have the will, the desire, the inspiration, you can change your life. Yes. To improve it. Yeah, we, really. we call that actualization. The process of, of taking your desires and your light and your imagination and making it real, we call that actualization. Yeah. You're welcome, Mike. It's a very good question. It's a very good question. The part, the, pro the problem, and this is why I've been sharing what my species, what my people, not my species, but what the Katai call them, which is, again, Lokwogoth, because the Dracos is implying that your enemies are from the Draco constellation. This is not true. All right. Your greatest allies, your greatest potential allies come from the Draco constellation. If you can break their chains, it is game over for the Lokwogoth. So they want to separate you from them as much as humanly possible. But the ones uh, you guys are called Dracos or, you know, Alpha Draconians, it's true. They're lizards. It's true. But that's kind of a coincidence, you know. Karina Bovey says, believe what our own inner spirit and soul tells us. Yes. 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 Even if it goes against what Crazy Cass is saying, think for yourself. Okay, that is the path to freedom. All right. Yeah. And if you think I'm full of shit, call me on it. I'm okay with that. I'm getting better at, 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 at being called out on my full of shitness, if you believe I'm full of shit, without getting angry. I'm getting better at it, thanks to you guys. You've been training me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Bradley, real quick, we got 15 minutes in the show. Let me do the second commercial and then we'll do the last 15 okay. minutes, okay? Yeah. All right. So, if you enjoy our work and would like to help us keep the lights on and the cameras running, please click on any of the donation links below. To get access to fan exclusives, please check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bleedingviolinstudios. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back. Does anyone have anything to say? <laughs> there is a special fruit that I asked you to mention during the commercial. Did you hear me? Yes. This is actually a tech, tech test. I'm trying to make it into a joke, but it's a tech test. I want to, I want to make sure I have all the settings right. Leona says, I just kick Cass's furry butt once in a while. Yeah, she does. She has to. Uh, I'm notoriously hard-headed. Uh, for example, uh, Melanie Renee Watkins has a friend that's been trying to help me heal for a long time. Uh, she's Pleiadian, I believe, if I, if I remember correctly. We have a bit of a malfunction of communication. It's not that I don't want to listen to her. It's that I don't understand her, <laughs> you know? But Pleiadian technology is amazing. It's just hard to wrap my head around. It's easier to understand Pleiadian technology than it is to understand human technology, but still. <clears throat> We're back, Bradley. 
We got 15 yes, minutes. Yes, Deborah Baker says you feel better after the commercial. I do. I do. Well, yes, that's right. Okay, it was really hard to make that thing, okay? I know it looks amateur and cheesy, but I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so in the house. Oh, hi there, Orgy. Hey, Yagi. Casty Lightwing. This already happened. Why not score these humans on this? What? You trailed off, bro. This already happened. What already happened? Why not score these humans on this? Okay, you keep that last sentence, you keep trailing off. What? No, uh, what? Yeah, why not score these humans on this? Why not school the humans on this? Yeah, I'm not sure what he's been about. trying. Uh, schooling is an American slang. It means to teach. Uh, yeah. I've been trying, basically. Uh, as I said before, I have colleagues that work with the government, or at least try. I have colleagues that work with corporations and religions. We're trying to reach you guys on every level. Nobody's listening. You know, unfortunately, it falls to me and a few of the others. Not just me. I'm not the only one. But it falls to me and a few others to reach people en masse, you know, the humans. We, we've basically lost faith in the governments of the world's ability to disseminate this information without trying to tighten their yoke. So we're done. We're done. We're done. You know? It's over. Space Daddy's here now. You know, a lot of you guys have been saying that, like a lot of you psychics and whatnot, and the, the channelers are going to start talking about this here in a few days, but recently many of you psychic you know have, have heard the message that earth is now free this is slightly slightly erroneous it's not that earth is free it's that earth is mine and anyone else coming has to come through me and anyone that follows me anyone that that recognizes the crown i wear on my head you got to fight us all these children are under our protection I am so grateful for the internet to be living in a time of the internet because oh, yeah. the amount of people that have awoken through the internet is phenomenal and yeah. it's excellent. It's unbelievable. Yes. Thank you, internet. Yeah, and it's you know it's amazing. Again, this 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 tech this magic is magic. every day. I'm blown away. I'm like, you beat rocks until they talk to each other. How does this work? yeah it's magical and it's magic yeah yeah you know joe rogan has a does a bit about this it's like look every day is a miracle i mean you got you have access to the some knowledge or more or less the some knowledge of, of, of humans on this little square yeah you know i mean it is a miraculous time you know just a I've thousand learned, i've learned more as i've got older than i did at school through yeah. the internet yeah basically and other things as well, paranormal phenomena. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my specialist subjects are paranormal phenomena, conspiracy theories, and extraterrestrials. Really. Yeah. Like, for example, if you guys want to want to learn physics, do you, are you even aware that MIT's entire library is available for free on the phone on, on online? They literally put it up there specifically to share knowledge. You don't have to pay MIT prices to get an MIT education. You just have to pay MIT prices to get the MIT piece of paper. But you can read everything for free online. You can you can educate yourself. You have access right now to every piece of information that uh, um, wheel wheelchair guy talks like this. One of my heroes can't remember his name. 
you have access to every piece of information he ever read or wrote for free. You know, all you have to do is grab it. Literally, all you have to do is grab it. Knowledge is power and infinite power is at your fingertips. All you've got to do is grab it. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful kind of power because it doesn't take from anyone else. Okay, when your power comes from your own knowledge, your own willpower in your own heart, that you don't have to take from anyone else. And that's what Nisara is all about. I have accidentally Yes, Stephen Hawking. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. I've accidentally I accidentally blocked Chris Law from the group. Why? Did he make fun of me? Did, 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 he, did he make a drug comment at us again? No, no. Like, I blocked him by mistake. I went to put like and blocked him like and like. Oh, so, like, I've got to try and find him now where I blocked him from. I can't yeah. See, it's not so easy, is it? I can't believe it. Katie, Katie right. says it's all just ones and zeros. True. That's absolutely, literally true. And uh, if you guys want to want to check this out, you, you can look for yourself. Your scientists can now actually detect gravity. They, they couldn't do this before a few years ago. Okay. They have machines now that can literally detect gravimetric pressure and forces. And with that, they immediately checked, you know, looked as far as they could because, of course, and what they found is that there is a gravimetric code being imprint, implant, implanted into space that creates this multiverse. And it scared them, scared the crap out of them. You know, Cassidy was sitting here going, I've been telling you guys for almost 40 years. You know, we're trying to share our technology. We're trying to share everything we have with you. We share this freely, you know. Unfortunately, I'm not a weapons engineer or a propulsion engineer. I'm not an engineer at all. You know, I'm, I was a doctor, you know, back on Malacroix. Well, something like a doctor. So I can't help you with, you know, a lot of technolo technological leaps. I can teach you how to use the technology that is, that is already here. You know, I can teach you guys how to use your technology. You know, but we have to we have to start making the instruments, you know, like, for example, the Denisovans, the Denisovan people had an instrument that would allow them to use their mind to spin a rock faster than most power drills today. All right. It's natural. It's a natural technology. We can build it. but We have to rebuild it together, you know, or you guys can do it by yourself. You don't need us. Really, you don't need us. All we really need to do is keep keep the biosphere safe enough for you to blossom on your own you know or until the, or until the second coming in which case it's his problem <laughs> yes that's true yeah you know, liana says sometimes cast needs protection so to speak as well that's actually very very true uh, i just recently came out of a really really dark place it's actually pretty easy to shove me over um my people require a great deal of energetic feeding you know but we we aren't a predatory species in that way all right we're energy phages like the dracos like the loquogoth but where the loquogoth take right we inspire and through the inspiration we feed as well you know when i say like if i say something to you and you go oh wow yeah i'm gonna get my life together i feed does that make sense so, you know, we, we, that's one of the reasons why, you know, it's all one. 
even in a small community that where everyone works as one, like for example, a family, right? A good family, you never need to feed again. You know, you never, never do. You know, I had a had a bit of a conversation with somebody the other day where they were saying, well, physics tells us that you, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. That is not true. Energy can be created and destroyed. It just requires an incredible amount of energy to start the catalyst, you know. <clears throat> so unless there's any other questions, uh, it's, we got three minutes. Yeah, that's it. I found Chris Law and I've uh, re-added him as a cool. friend. We apologize, bro. Sorry, Chris. It was uh, nothing personal. We were just stupid. Actually, oh, Cassie. Okay. There we go. I have no. I've all done. Yes, that's it. End of show. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for supporting us. It's a pleasure to have you near us. And over to Cassidy Lightwing. Well, yeah, da, 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 da. all right. That's. That's all the time we have for now, folks. Thank you for sharing some of your time with us. If you like the show, please, you know, hit that like button, share, subscribe, whatever you got to do. You know, the, the curse of social media is it literally requires the approval of your viewers. And so it's not like TV, you know, so you know, help us out. Help a brother out. In the meantime, it's going to get it's going to be OK, guys. We're in for some rough seas. And that's true. But it really is going to be OK. All right, we're at the beginning of a brand new world. And like all beginnings, birth is painful, you know, but it literally is going to be okay. We love you, everyone. Be safe out there.